Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to another Friday Faith Foundations on the Robin Graham Show. I'm Robin Graham, your host, a business growth strategist and coach for entrepreneurs who want to grow their business for sustainable success without having to be on social media. Today's episode is going to be about the need to be content. Are you content? It's easy to get distracted by what we don't have and forget about what we do have. This happens in both life and business. You need to be content, however, if you want to experience a sustainable level of happiness. There are ways to be content if you are willing to put in the work. The fact is, there is a need to be content for all humans. So how do you become content? Let's begin with what scripture tells us. The first thing is discernment. 1 Timothy 6.8 reads, But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Wouldn't it be nice to feel contentment and not want more when our basic needs are provided for? What Paul is reminding us in this verse is that we need to discern between our wants and our needs. When we experience contentment with what we have, we can strive less. Striving less, not having to churn out as many results, reduces stress and the risk of burnout. Ask yourself what you are striving for and if it is a need or a want. Discernment as to why you want something is key for deciding whether or not to put emphasis on and energy into it. Do you want success because you've been taught that success will make you happy? Is the emphasis on making seven figures driving you to strive for more and more? Has what other people have or do led you to feel less than so you think you need to do and be more in order to be happy, in order to feel content? Good questions, right? They really make you ponder, make you think. One of the ways to be content is to put God at the center Similar to discernment, we should ask ourselves if what we want is going to honor God. Is it a necessity for our well-being or for fulfilling our calling? Or is it a luxury or something someone else has so we think we need it too? 1 Timothy 6.6 6 reminds us that godliness with contentment is great gain. When we honor God and put him at the forefront, seeking his advice and guidance over our own or other humans, we will make better decisions. If we rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us, we can trust that we are on the right path. Then we will feel, feel content with what God is doing in our lives. When we put God at the center of our desires and decisions, we can alleviate worry and anxiety. In 1 Peter 5, 7, a verse I know I've shared so many times, on different episodes of the show, we are reminded to cast all our anxiety on him because he cares for us. 
trusting that he cares for us will provide and that he will provide all our needs allows us to feel content. But the key is to not let want of something that we don't need cause anxiety or worry. You know, like, when am I going to get a new car and panicking over the fact that it's not getting here fast enough when you have a perfectly good car to drive or maybe wanting more clients just to have more clients because it looks better if you have more clients, even if you don't necessarily need the clients for more money. Because the reality is if God isn't sending clients your way, now is not the right time because you have other things that you have on your plate or that he needs you for, or that you need to put a focus on in order to not build your levels of anxiety and worry. Another piece to being content is to practice gratitude. In Philippians 4, 6, Paul tells us, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. I want to emphasize that thanksgiving piece. Of course, we can ask God for anything, but when we are first grateful for what we already have, we see our blessings and don't have a constant need for more. Psalm 107.1 reminds us to have gratitude. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. His love endures forever. Certainly something to be grateful for. Because of that love, we can be assured we are taken care of and can live in contentment. Ephesians 5.20 reminds us, always give thanks to God for the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, in 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18, we are reminded to express our gratitude. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Gratitude is a natural antidepressant. When you express gratitude, your brain releases positive neurochemicals. The more gratitude you express, the more content you feel and the happier you will be. All right, this one I need to scream from the mountaintops, I think. And I've had to remind myself of this so many times. To stop comparing. Comparison will strip you of contentment. What someone else has or does has nothing to do with your success or your happiness. Realizing that you can grow your business without social media, you can achieve success without social media. If it is taking you down that track of comparison, avoid it. If you have desires because you've seen somebody else doing them, or you're trying to do things because you've seen that it's working for someone else, or if you think you're not successful because somebody else looks so much more successful, all that's going to do is cause you to feel a lack of contentment. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel down and it's going to lead to imposter syndrome and procrastination. So if you want to grow, you really do have to discern what you're consuming and if it's appropriate for you. And if it is hurting you in regards to your ability to be content with what you already have. 
if you are recognizing that you are comparing yourself, something you can do to move through that moment of comparison is to stop and make a list of everything you are grateful for. This exercise will bring you back to a place of contentment and trust that God will provide all you need. Everything else is icing on the cake. And of course, we do like a lot of frosting on our cake, right? I'm not dishing that. But what I'm trying to say here is that we live in a society where more is always better. And we need to come back to the basics if we're going to ultimately grow. Because the more content we are, the happier we are, the more productive we're going to be. We're also going to be able to see things in a new light, in a positive light that's going to allow us to take intentional, effective action that's going to move us forward. So here's another idea. Make a list of what you want and what you need. Just try it. Make a list of your wants and your needs. If I were a betting person, I'd say your list of wants may be bigger than your list of needs because most of your basic needs are provided for. When you write the list and see it, your brain will register that you are well cared for and you will be able to feel more content. In Philippians 4, 11 to 13, Paul shared, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Oh, I wish I could be more like Paul. Do you? We can, we both can. We simply have to trust the way that he trusted. He trusted God with his full being. It's so easy in this day and age to doubt. But there is no doubt of the need to be content. However, <laughs> doubt and fear may result in a lack of contentment. And when that happens, I encourage you to refer to these scripture verses. In Matthew 6, 25, 7, we read, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? When worry and anxiety have you doubting that what you have is enough, remember what Matthew said. If God takes care of the birds, will he not take care of us? Of course he will. That's not to say that life will always be easy. There's going to be times of trouble, times of lack. There's going to be a lot of times of want. But the more content you are when life is good, the better you'll handle it when life throws you a curveball. And let's just be real here. We're all thrown curveballs. Probably way more than we want to have to catch them. 
What being content does not mean is that you shouldn't work hard or want to achieve, nor does it mean to give up because something isn't working. The Bible also has verses about perseverance. Contentment means you look at what you have or have done and you recognize the blessings God has provided. It's a matter of acceptance and gratitude, resting in the here and now where God has placed you for his purpose. It's about not wanting more just to have more, but readily communicating with God so that you know what he wants for you, which is always better than what we could ever want for ourselves. That's a wrap, friends. If you are interested and want to grow your business with your faith as part of the foundation, check out the Success Without Social Business Growth Academy. This is an open, revolving door. There's no specific launch date or open cart. We are there. We are working inside. We're meeting every Wednesday from 11 to 1230. And I invite you to join us. The Success Without Social Business Growth Academy is the epitome of affordable, high value, high touch business growth coaching. I would love to see you inside. The link to learn more is in the show notes. And of course, you can always schedule a call with me to learn more. Have a fabulous weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I am sending you so much love and I'm praying that you can find that contentment to just soak up the blessings and discover rest as you move through the weekend. I'll see you next time.